Alleluia. You will never be the same. You've touched His grace. Your life is changed. You will never be the same. You've touched His grace. Your life is changed. You will never be the same. You've touched His grace. Your life is changed. You will never be the same. You've touched His grace. Father, we declare tonight in the name of Jesus that this will be our testimony in this conference. Inside, outside, following online, our hearts are open to receive. And we pray and we cry unto you, speak to our hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Lord put something, we'll be seated shortly, but the Lord put a message in my heart that I believe it is not only for this church and this conference i think it's a it's a very powerful teaching for the body of christ and so i'd like you to listen with your heart opened and i pray that the truth here will set us on fire like the foxes of samson in the name of jesus deuteronomy chapter 2 and verse 3 we're going to start tonight's teaching with two prayer requests this is one deuteronomy chapter 2 and verse 3 someone prophesy it says you have compassed this mountain long enough turn ye not words turn it into a prayer in one minute lord i declare that this level this level this level in the name of jesus christ I'm tired of this spiritual level, this financial level. Someone is praying. Ye have compassed this mountain long enough. Turn you northwards. spiritually financially maritally career-wise in business take me to a higher dimension in the name of Jesus hallelujah prayer point number two and then we'll see the bible says when the lord turned again the captivity of zion it says we were like them that dream and our mouths were filled with laughter and they said among the hidden that the lord had done great things for them he said the lord had done great things for us whereof we are glad the request is turn again our captivity like the streams of the negev please lift your voice in one minute 
and ask the Lord to give you a visitation turn my life around in the name of Jesus Christ please pray In the name of Jesus Christ please be seated God bless you the laws of advancement the laws of advancement Exodus chapter 14 and verse 15 I'm teaching on the laws of advancement these are irrefutable spiritual principles that are responsible for the advancement of men and women in this kingdom the Bible says and the Lord said unto Moses wherefore criest thou unto me speak to the children of Israel that they go forward God is a God that desires that we move forward that we make progress that we have notable results in our lives John 15 and verse 8 he said herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit so shall you be my disciples God desires that we make progress in fact everything that is alive grows everything that is alive increases are we together Luke chapter 2 and verse 52 the Bible says and Jesus increased or grew in wisdom in stature in favor with god and with men proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18 the bible says the path of the just is as a shining light it says it shines more and more onto the perfect day so god is a god of advancement please understand this it is his will that we make progress spiritually financially maritally career-wise all of the dimensions of your life that we make progress let me share with you a scripture that has blessed my life first Samuel chapter 12 please and verse 6 never forget this scripture for the rest of your life please read it ready it's projected one to read and Samuel said unto the people it is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron stop stop that means in this kingdom men do not just move when you see people move from one dimension of victory and exploits to another the Bible says behind the scene it is the Lord that advances men so when you see your pastor moving from one level to the other triumphing that it is the Lord that advances men. No man sustains the ability in himself to make progress. You can be well intentioned, but in this kingdom, it is the Lord that advances men. So behind every strange result that you see, behind the mysterious exploits and the rising of men in this kingdom that dumbfounds the wisdom of men, it is the Lord that advances people the Lord is going to advance someone in this place yeah. it is the Lord that advances
advanced Moses and Aaron you just saw Moses moving forward you just saw Aaron moving forward but the Bible is saying it was the Lord that means when we see you moving forward that by April you turn back and it looks like 10 years was put in one year when when when, when people ask you and say I, I I the last time I met you it was not like this spiritually financially you will refer them to this scripture that behind the exploits of the saints it is the Lord that advances men hallelujah this is very powerful God is a God that operates by laws and systems please look up the character of the kingdom is such that you will hardly find God do the same thing twice in scripture the first thing God does or introduces to men is the model of what he wants to do in everything he does the first time is a seed and a pattern for the continuity of that result so when he wants to make man he makes the first man the first woman and never has to make man and woman again he created a pattern are we together now so that every time you want more men you subscribe to the law are we together now God has not had any cause to create plants and animals again because he made them and weaved in them a pattern and a system God is a God of systems and if you do not understand his methodologies you may never enjoy the rich benefit even though you are a partaker of that life you may be alienated from the life of god ephesians chapter 4 and verse 18 he says having their understanding darkened being alienated from the life of god through the ignorance that is in them ephesians 4 and verse 18 are we together so we need to understand the systems of God and he operates by laws, spiritual laws. Advancement in the kingdom has laws. There are spiritual principles that when we walk in keeping with those principles, inevitably, let me say this before I begin to just share, there are three levels of experiencing the power of God or the power of God is vested upon men in three levels number one there is the dimension of the power of god that comes through encounters when you encounter god there is a dimension of his power that is invested in encounters if it is the god of the bible you meet you will never be the same after you meet him there is a dimension of his power that comes upon you number two there is a dimension of the power of god that is invested in laws and principles please understand this the power that makes laws and principles work is still the power of God so there is a dimension of the power of God that is invested in laws and principles you do not have to acknowledge God to access that power you just have to understand the laws are we together now so you can deny God you can reject God and yet because you understand the principles the power was designed to be released at the instance of understanding the moment you understand the principle that governs that spiritual process the power of God is released it is at this level that principalities and powers and all kinds of um, sects religious sects seem to be able to tap into spiritual power is at that frequency 
that there is a dimension of God's power that was invested in laws and knowing him was not a condition to release that power understanding his principles is what releases the power number three there is a dimension of God's power that is invested through covenant with men this is not for everyone you partake of that dimension of power to the degree to which you align with who and what God is doing part-time so if there is something prophetic God is doing with your pastor listen to me there are certain covenants that he can have with God that makes for certain possibilities in this assembly you will be surprised that even before you understand the principle responsible for that result you will already be enjoying it because you are under you are enjoying the dimension of power that comes through God's vow and God's covenant with a man there are people before you started tithing God started prospering you even before you understood what you were doing before you started giving before you started committing yourself it was because God had a covenant with a man that anyone who comes under your spiritual influence will benefit from that which you have with God I said all that so that you will understand that the principles of the kingdom spiritual laws are powerful they are irrefutable when you read Genesis 11 the Bible talks about Nimrod, the son of Cush, his desire to build a city whose tower and the top will reach the heavens. In that, in that story, Satan was not mentioned. In that story, the Holy Spirit was not mentioned. Yet, God testified that he was the only one who could stop what they were doing. Laws are powerful. You will tame life when you understand spiritual laws hallelujah the laws of advancement write this down growth and advancement in this kingdom must be intentional there's no assumption as far as growth and advancement is concerned it must be intentional that i desire to leave this level spiritually I desire to leave this level financially you will be amazed at how many people who hope to move forward they wish to move forward they believe that just because they are in Christ one day automatically they will move forward the only dimension of growth that looks automatic is your biological growth every other kind of growth must be initiated intentionally hallelujah it's very very important and because you see the principle of fulfillment is such that it is in your growth and progress that you find fulfillment when you find fulfillment you find fulfillment as you move as you make progress you will celebrate having a beautiful house now and having the money to pay for that rent but after a few years you will start getting angry that you're a tenant you see that now something you once celebrated will no longer bless you again because there is an instinct for advancement as a man of god you will operate at a frequency in ministry and you'll be happy for a while and then later a dissatisfaction is in your spirit god is a god of advancement i want to share with you a few principles i've had the privilege to glean from the wisdom of the word and the wisdom of uncommon mentors what you are learning 
I submit to you are not the opinions of men. It is dangerous and even destructive to teach you opinions. The truths that I share with you are irrefutable principles guarded by God's own jealousy. From whatever point you are, if you walk in keeping with these truths, I give you a guarantee as touching the name of the Lord. You will never remain where you are. And believe me, I say it with all humility. I know what I'm saying. I'm not teaching you nonsense. He said the things we have heard, the things we have seen, the things that our hands have handled, even of the word of life, that is what we communicate unto you. So can you pray one more time? Open my eyes, oh God. Let me see. Open my eyes. In the name of Jesus. The laws of advancement. Hallelujah. When I found out the systemic character of God, it changed my life. Because my spiritual background was such that I came from an evangelical background. And then when I began to have encounters with God, I was amazed that I was knowing him, getting deeper in the things of God. But in a shocking way, the quality of my life did not change, regardless my encounters. The only benefit I was receiving was spiritual benefit in terms of my knowledge of God. But the quality of my life, my influence, and I said something, this, something is wrong. How could I be having such profound encounters with the God of the Bible and yet my life would not change? Until I was introduced to the systemic character of God that there is Jesus the way. Everybody say it. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. If you know the truth, wonderful. If you know the life, wonderful. But I introduce to you in this conference, Jesus, the way, the methodology of the kingdom. It is still Jesus. Many people do not know Jesus the way. And if you do not know the way, then you don't know how results are obtained in this kingdom. The dimension of Jesus that reveals how results are obtained is called Jesus the way. The way to growth. The way to increase. Are we together? Very quickly, let's conserve time. The first law of advancement that I want to share tonight is called the law of vision. The law of vision. Please pay attention. The law of vision. Jeremiah chapter 1, please, from verse 11 and 12. The law of vision. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see, but this is what I see. The rod of an almond tree. Verse 12. Then saith the Lord unto me, Thou hast seen well, for I will hasten, my God. So there is a relationship between speed and vision. The moment you see well, you compel speed in your life. Because you have seen correctly, I will hasten. I was going to perform it anyway, but on the strength of the clarity of your vision, I will hasten my word to perform it. Genesis chapter 13 verse 14 and 15 genesis chapter 13 
were discussing vision the lord said unto abraham after that lot was separated from him lift up now thy eyes and look from the place where thou art northwards and southwards and eastwards and westwards 15. it says for all the land which thou seest to thee i will give unto thy seed forever not the land that is available the one you see is the one that is given to you there's vast land available but as far as your vision can capture that is what will be delivered unto you what is vision a clear picture of the next level of your life a clear picture of your destiny this is very powerful there are many well-meaning believers born again filled with the holy spirit and they have ignored the power of vision to the detriment of their progress vision is powerful a clear picture of the next level of your life it is in this area that both science and religion agree that without vision there is no movement motion is a function of vision there is no car that does does not have a provision to look at there is no plane no matter how how managed they must give space because sight is what controls movement the pilot must see the driver must see the captain must see i don't know any creature that has his eyes backward every creature i know has the eyes forward because you only move in the direction of your eyes vision is powerful please listen carefully the vision for my life this ministry continues to make giant strides in the spirit because your pastor has a vision very clear vision are we together now now as powerful as vision is it does not profit you just remaining as vision you must break your vision into goals and break your vision into daily tasks until your vision becomes daily tasks it will only remain a dream in the realm of the spirit there are people who have done well in terms of writing a theme that seems to coordinate their lives but we are unable to break the visions into goals what is a goal a desired end an expected end a subset of that vision and you break it into tasks there is an energy there is a power that vision gives when you break your vision into tasks, it gives you focus vision gives you the legitimate ground to say no to many things there are many things you will not be able to have the courage to say no to until you have vision vision gives you the legitimate ground to say no to many things if you're not a man of vision you are not a woman of vision you will not have the courage to say no to so many things and there are many things 24 hours was given to you with respect to your vision so time will never be enough to mix your vision alongside many distractions you will have to cut away so many things to give you the time and to give you focus can i tell you this the unit of destiny is time whatever you give your time to you are giving part of your life to 
and you must be sure that every minute and every second you commit to anything is worth that while everybody say vision show me a man who has nothing working in his life but vision i show you a man who is already walking his way to a dimension of kingdom influence dimension of grace that no principality and power can stop vision is powerful i do not know any leader who is not visionary even the devil is visionary he has been clear about his assignment even jesus testified about the dexterity of satan's assignment that anytime you see him he is there to steal to kill to destroy there's no record of him coming to advise there's no record of him coming anytime the thief cometh not that means he has no business coming except this singular vision no wonder he seems to be succeeding the law is so powerful could it be that we are where we are right now because we are hoping God will find a way of just lifting us very very spiritual but very wrong some of those superstitious thinkings in the name of Jesus the son of the living God be delivered from it now we have many sociological wise sayings they look spiritual because they've been handed down by well-intentioned people but these things are they give access to the devil to blind our minds and our progress one day you go better you've heard that kind of saying i know my god is too faithful to just leave me like that you are right but with respect to this truth you are wrong i introduce to you the god of systems hoping that your life will change just because it's alive let me tell you this there are many children there are many people who are dying if god were to act he would attend to them first before he comes to you even at the at the detriment of your eternal salvation he did not interrupt your choice there are people today who woke up this morning but as we speak they are in hell now and yet god is still seated on his throne so hoping that one day something will just happen is a joke you have to prophesy to yourself myself wake up one day i will have a global ministry one day in the name of jesus i will bless me wonderful congratulations except for the fact that it will only remain a wish in the realm of the spirit let me tell you the difference between a wish and a goal a wish is a desire with no responsibility commitment to it when you set a goal it is a strong desire that is backed up with the willingness to commit whatever it takes under God to actualize that goal responsibility is the key word if all you have is just a desire it will never come to pass your desire must be able to sponsor the willingness to pay whatever price under god to see that it comes to pass are we together you call it gaining momentum so where the, the plane is only warming up vision i am amazed pastor at how many christians 
respectfully speaking live absolutely visionless lives people just move up and down and blame God for everything when they can't see God they blame pastors who they can see for everything and then blame parents blame every now I understand that sometimes these things can be emotionally overwhelming but the day you start moving forward is the day you take responsibility over your destiny and say in the name of Jesus I'm tired of giving excuses in the name of Jesus I'm tired of of legitimizing the continuity of mediocrity and weakness in my life I respect and I sympathize with your background I, I sympathize with the fact that you came from a family that was not very responsible I, I'm, I'm not I'm not I sympathize with you but wake up from where thou art lift up your eyes for as long as you keep looking down you will soon find your children looking with you you will soon find your grandchildren joining them to look with you many of our parents respectfully speaking kept complaining until we now join them in that complaint you make up your mind in this conference that my children will not find me there in the name of Jesus Christ there are few people historically speaking who had the leverage to be able to rise to positions of influence and notoriety most people had to speak to themselves right from where they were you ask your pastor he will tell you that there were times he had to just shut away and say look it's time for us to move forward I remember talking with a man very great and influential man and this man told me apostle would you believe that as at the time I married my wife I had to give her one of my big shirts when she was pregnant that means you remove your shirt and say wife there's no buying uh, you know those those gowns said I don't have the money for that don't expect anything there but uh, thank God I'm bigger than you we can make do with this the Lord will prosper us in the future now that man would have given a careless excuse and now mentored the child and say young man let me tell you how you arrived let me tell you the story and the child in anger and pain will remain there become a teenager become an adult marry his own wife and say don't 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 blame me for being irresponsible I'm continuing something there is a there is a history to this there has to be someone who will break that cycle and it's, it comes with the power of vision what seest thou as for me I see a life of glory in the name of Jesus I see an opportunity to wake up every morning transforming a generation blessing a people for someone you are seeing a company that God has been speaking to you you have refused to write it you have refused to take it serious the Holy Ghost works like a woman if he tries to give you his attention and you ignore it he will step back until he discerns seriousness from you again many of you the reason why God stopped showing you certain things is because he traced that you don't take his speaking serious Abraham come out of your father's house the first assignment is come out come out of your father's house he came from a land of wizardry and witchcraft or of the Chaldeans and he called that traditionally he said come out of your father's house from your kindred from everything to a land that I will show you the transformation started when he changed what he was seeing May grace to be visionary rest upon your life. Hear me. You may be in that one room now. There's no point faking what can be real. Just be patient with your destiny. 
you see the powerful thing about vision is that it has the power of omnipresence you can be in a room and your vision can be where you will be tomorrow the, the imagination is powerful it can go you can't listen listen your vision works with your imagination and it can it can go to your future make sure it supervises that that future is real it will come back and take your body there are we together vision let's hurry up number two the second spiritual law that governs advancement in this kingdom is law of light the power of spiritual illumination and insight please pay attention in this kingdom we rise by the light that we possess the law of light Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9 Paul was mentoring the church in Colossae and he was praying for them and he desired that they might be filled with three dimensions of light number one the knowledge of God's will number two all wisdom number three spiritual understanding it takes light to rise in this kingdom Galatians chapter 2 and verse 2 Paul said I went up by revelation Galatians 2 2 I went up it took more than desire from where I was I went up and it was revelation that took me up I went up by revelation light is powerful in this kingdom Psalms 45 and verse 4 and in your majesty he says rise right prosperously because of truth and in your majesty ride prosperously triumph move forward because of the truth that you know Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 15 very very humbling scripture the Bible says Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and verse 15 the labor of the foolish wearied every one of them there's no exception to it the labor of the foolish wearied every one of them because he knoweth not how to go to the city not because there is no city the city is there but the method to get there have you climbed a bike with someone who looked so confident and he said take me somewhere and the guy was speeding as if he was going to kill you and then he said where did you say you are going again i i know it's we are and he said i thought you said you know the place he said well um mention the name again i think i'm, I'm. and he said so wh where were you going with this kind of speed lights listen every dimension of result in the kingdom has a light and illumination component that connects to it if it's finances there is a dimension of spiritual truth that connects to it if it is speed if it is restoration if it is influence all of these facets of results have a, a an exact body of spiritual knowledge allocated to them are we together now can i tell you this our knowledge of god is our pursuit and the knowledge of god is infinite even in heaven we'll continue to be learning god but 
the keys that make for a successful life are finite you can hold them they are not infinite you can actually hold the keys that make for a successful life they are many but they are finite are we together like a student learning never stops but when you went to school there was an exact curriculum allocated for the degree you went to get isn't it when you exhausted it they gave it to you so you can beat your chest and say i am a doctor or i am a this and that it doesn't mean your learning has stopped but you have exhausted that curriculum there is an exact body of knowledge that is responsible for specific spiritual outcomes you want to rise financially there is an exact body of knowledge allocated you want favor upon your life there is an exact body of knowledge isn't it amazing that many times we desire outcomes without the knowledge that connects us to them for instance if it is favor you want to see in your life why am i not seeing favor i know the bible says i should be favored but why is it not working because you do not understand the dynamics that make for favor light so apostle what are the laws that govern favor for instance just as if i desire favor just wishing and hoping that favor will come I, I would frustrate myself i have to learn the principles that control favor in this kingdom exodus chapter 3 and verse 21 i will give these people favor in the sight of the egyptians are you seeing now favor is a product of light favor works with sight I will give these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians and it shall come to pass that as ye go ye shall not go empty so emptiness has an explanation when your hand is empty it's not it's, it's not a, 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 a happenstance there is an exact spiritual law you are violating that leads to emptiness are we together Apostle, why am I not favored? Because for many of us, you think, oh, if God just wants to favor me, he will favor me. And I've respectfully observed in the body of Christ that the definition of favor, you know, many times we say favor is unmerited. I understand what you are trying to say. But the truth is that it is the dimension of favor that works as unmerited access with respect to salvation that is unmerited. Favor is very merited. I'm, I'm just using favor as a case study to explain light proverbs 13 and verse 15 this is the law that controls favor proverbs 13 and verse 15 read with me please one to read <laughs> so the bible gives us the similitude of two pregnant women two pregnant women the first woman is called good understanding and that she has a child in her womb when she gives birth the name of that child is favor there is also another woman called transgression she gives birth the name of her child is hardship so when you see the child no child falls from the sky there is a mother that gives birth to that child theoretically speaking the womb of a woman should be able to give birth indefinitely isn't it that means you can program favor again and again i've told you if it happens only once it's breakthrough not favor the proof that it is favor is consistency regardless the circumstances so many people have not really experienced favor so hoping 
that it will happen you will just testify once in four years once in five years what happened to you is not favor what happens to you is the law of time and chance because it happens to everybody you can choose and program favor over your life and it happens every time you will get to a point where if in a day you are not favored you go on a retreat because you know something is wrong are you blessed good understanding is what gives favor but the way of the transgressor is hard favor works with the power of sight let me tell you this if the grace for favor is really on you believe me when I say this the only person who cannot bless you is a blind person favor works with sight that's how it works Esther chapter 2 and verse 15 let's hurry up is God helping us Esther chapter 2 and verse 15 the B part please and Esther obtained favor where in the sight of how many all them that looked upon her so if the favor of God is on you if I can look at you that grace will compel me to attend to you it's true it's true this is scripture not even the king could withstand it verse 17 give us the same scripture Esther 2 and verse 17 and the king loved Esther above all the women and she obtained grace and favor where in his sight I've told you favor works with sight when favor is on you you activate the principles is 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 a charm like compelling force that people just look at you and they are compelled to want to bless you can I tell you the truth everybody is a giver it's just that what is on you is not sufficient to compel the resources because an uncle who vowed that he will never help you will carry the same seed and kneel down before a man of God and say give me an honor of taking this whereas it was one-fifth what is given that you were asking for everybody is a giver it's just that you program your possibilities by yourself the power of light go and get pastor's tapes get the CDs don't say I was there when they preached it is this kind of carelessness that makes us to be around miracles and never experience it I listened to my own teachings as if I did I was not the one who preached it I don't listen to it with the arrogance oh I know this no when Joshua Selman is blessing I go down on my knees and I receive it too believe what I'm saying this is why most people who are members in a church usually they are the ones who don't receive so people just come because the people come with hunger and passion they buy all the tapes they say it's an honor you mean I'm meeting pastor Kingsley please I have discerned that there is a grace for favor let it come upon my life yet you are the one holding the water like the wine presser the butler and yet it never blesses you are we together light discernment make up your mind that you will be a student of knowledge knowledge first before clothes knowledge first before luxury invest in knowledge what you have you have the law of light let's hurry up number three wherever we stop we'll just pray for tonight 
the third spiritual law that governs advancement in this kingdom is called the law of transformation the power of a transformed mind you want to make progress you want to move forward you have to sustain a superior belief system that is higher and greater than the context of culture the context of your background this is where many well-meaning believers we refuse to transit mentally we, we we are loyal to belief systems that are destructive satanic do you know your mindset is the gateway that both the holy spirit and demons flow through to access your life are we together transformation is very very powerful very 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 powerful there are many believers who have refused to be transformed and because of their refusal for transformation they find out that they are unable to walk in the fullness of that which God desires Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7 please Proverbs 23 and verse 7 for as he thinketh in his heart look up please so is he not so he will be you are already it your thought life your mindset your perspectives write this down please let's talk a bit about mindsets if this is where I stop tonight it is too important to be brushed write this down a mindset is a sustained thinking pattern a mindset is a sustained thinking pattern it is a viewpoint it is a perspective your mindset talks about your ideologies your value systems your thinking pattern let me define what a stronghold is a stronghold is a mindset that has been fortified by the presence of demon spirits so that the victim is kept perpetually in that line of thought it is that spiritual condition that makes the word of god of non-effect that means what the devil does when he wants to destroy you is to bring informations that are based on lies informations that are not consistent with the character of god they may be sociologically right they may be thoughts that you are familiar with when he finds out that those thoughts are crystallized in your mind demon spirits come to build a wall around that mindset to ensure that there is no other way you think because your thinking is what keeps the door open for their operation if you the bible says this sign shall follow them that believe that means what follows you is a report card of what you believe you don't drive what follows you you change what you believe and what follows you changes too you see that now these signs shall follow them that believe so what is following me is following me because of what i believe failure retrogression you have a relationship in two weeks all your friends just hate you and leave you everybody you've given excuses that everybody hates you the signs are following you you don't say go i don't like you that's not how you drive them you change their they are coming in honor something in your mind is attracting them 
when you become disloyal to those faulty belief systems the signs also change are we together mindsets are formed through cultural influences now there are positive aspects of culture but there are very wrong demonic and destructive aspects of culture family backgrounds past experiences failures and limitations levels of exposure associations all these are factors that frame our mindsets and when god wants to do business with you in this kingdom you will have to contend for a transformed mind there are many people who god cannot use them today because something is wrong with their thinking their thinking does not give that allowance mindset how does the process of transformation occur we're praying number one the first process that leads to transformation is awareness a recognition even if you don't know the answer the fact that you know you are in a situation that needs help is already the process of transformation transformation starts with recognition and awareness even if it's an awareness of your ignorance it is a miracle in itself a child does not know he's a child i hope you know that it's an adult that knows that what the child is doing is called childishness a fool does not know he is foolish it's only a wise person that there has to be a reference so when god wants to show you mercy he will find a way of contrasting your mindset with a superior belief now you look from that lens and see that ah i'm doing something wrong otherwise you will flatter yourself in your meat because in your world you are still king no matter how depraved that world is you will know how faulty your kingdom is when another king comes to in ancient times there were times when other kings will come both the king and his kingdom they sweep them that's how mindsets are you can live in a small world and because you are king in that small world you can still believe that it's a kingdom worthy of living in until God expands your mind by showing you the possibilities that can be then you will come back and start deconstructing those mindsets mindsets are powerful very powerful Genesis 11 let me show you something as we pray please give us Genesis 11 we'll read the first four verses maybe four or five the Bible says and the whole earth were of one language and of one speech verse 2 and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east they found a plain in the land of China and they dwelt there verse 3 the Bible says and they said to one another Goto let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly and they made bricks for stone and slime they made for mortar notice notice that Nimrod was just proposing something they had not started the building he was doing something to their minds gentlemen I'm putting you as a team we are on a project whether it was a spiritual building or physical we know that creation happened there was a building and he started by working on their minds verse 4 the Bible says he said to them let us build a city whose tower and whose top may reach the heavens and let us make a name lest we be scattered abroad on the face of the earth verse 5 now this is a very fearful scripture read it with me 
And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. Stop. That means while they were talking in the realm of the spirit, a building was rising. And God said, who is building? He didn't come. They had not started. But God said he came to see the building that was finished already. The moment their mind started building it in the realm of the spirit, there was a structure that was rising that called the attention of God. Everything is built twice. Anything that is not built twice cannot be truly built. You build your company twice. You build your destiny twice. And the first building is the authentic one. Because even if the other one is destroyed, that one will force a physical equivalence of it to come. Believe what I'm teaching you. It's true. So you can be right where you are and the Holy Spirit takes your mind to a place where the great are seated and says this is your space in destiny while that is happening in heaven they are already seeing you move whereas you think you are in one small room do you know the realm of the spirit can discern progress please hear what I'm telling you this is how some of us came to this thing by the grace of God right from where you are your body may be limited by transport fare but your mind has an ability your mind has omnipresence it can enter your future and find out that that thing god said is true it will return back only your mindset can hold your hand to where you need to be i remember days when i would have the vision seeing myself around the world preaching the gospel standing and talking and ministering to kings and nobles from that background is a joke based on my background but i found out that this mind is a miracle is a miracle that will take ages for men to know what god gave them dream with god right from that room dream with god and there is no power in existence men can bully your body not your mindset Power, the law this this is one of the most powerful spiritual laws I learned in my life it is the uh, it is this law that keep, puts everybody at the same level in life everybody has the same opportunity you may not believe what I'm telling you but it's true from the lens of a transformed mind the justice system of God ensures that if you use your mind there is no limitation that will be sustained in your life go back home write down the business idea write down the vision for 2021 write a scripture connect to it and dream with the Spirit of God let him show you while that is happening your current mindset will say you are mad is right that's why you are living it <laughs> your current mindset to say no no it has can wave it goodbye and say I wave this level of life goodbye and it will wave you back forever hallelujah the only limit in my life is the voice of God and process these are the only limits I have in my life the voice of God and process these are the only limits I have chosen that these are the only things that limit me in life the voice of God and process Do you believe what I'm sharing with you? Our time is up. Can you spare me five more minutes?
Please listen. I want you to pay attention. I've shared with you the law of vision, the law of light, specific spiritual illumination. Your, your spiritual sojourn is profitless if you cannot connect the result that that light leads to. Just reading the Bible randomly in hope that you will ease the guilt of not being serious with God will not profit you. You have to look for specific light that leads to specific outcomes. Are we together? And then the power of a transformed mind. Say after me in the name of Jesus. I make up my mind to change my mind. It's a decision. How do you contend for transformation? Valuable information. You have to introduce to your mind informations that are now superior in context relative to what you already have there. You cannot listen to what you've been listening to before, before you became a Christian, before you came to this church and expect transitions to happen. You will have to sustain the discipline. That's the, the discipline of allowing the truth that can build your mind to be introduced and you have to pay the price to be consistent i dare you go and get your pastor's tapes make up your mind that i must listen to two or three or four of these teachings every day that's why i said it requires discipline discipline You listen to one in the morning. You can play one while you are walking. The goal is not just awareness. The goal is transportation. You are transporting that information right to your subconscious. This is true. One more law and then we are done tonight. The law... Of productivity these are the laws that govern advancement the law of productivity Proverbs chapter 18 please and verse 16 the law of productivity it says the gift of a man Proverbs 18 and verse 16 the gift of a man make it room for him and bring it him before great men so your gift is like an usher you know how you come into a place and they say let me see your invitation oh you're invited this way is your gift that is responsible for giving you space to have an illusion that there is a space waiting for you is just sociological comfort there is no space anywhere waiting for you you create that space are we together yes the gift of a man the gift of a man I was I was just celebrating and commending your pastor for the profound his profound understanding in the area of faith in the area of family life I mean he's uncanny his perspectives it's true it's true I think you should clap how many lives how many destinies how many homes how many people he has given answers and explanation and perspectives the gift of a man nobody is going to keep clapping for you indefinitely for nothing 
people love you but they love themselves they love their future so to have this belief that people will indefinitely keep clapping no you must have something of substance that gives you space in destiny I made up my mind as a covenant with my own life and destiny that everywhere God has granted me a gift and an ability I will sharpen it in a way that it will be impossible for a generation to ignore you not for self-aggrandizement but that you are you 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 these are principles that lift you to a position where you can represent the purposes of God please challenge the spirit of laziness in your life some of you without developing your gift people have started commenting on it imagine what happens when you develop it I hope you still like me. Please, listen, listen to me. Nobody goes to a mango tree without mango and just starts clapping and is happy. You look at the tree, you may stay a few minutes to get shade and move. But once it is time for mango, as it starts coming out, it starts, the, the fruit is calling you. The mango does not want followers. The mango is not looking for followers, but it is too gifted to be ignored. The mango does not go around calling for followers. It just keeps building the mango. And because hunger is something you cannot resist, you may ignore it for a while, but one day, when the sun scourges you and you stand and watch this mango, trees don't call men they only produce fruits and men have to swallow their pride have you seen the skills that people employ to climb trees all because they are looking for i once saw a video of um i think they were trying to this this palm palm i think the one they climb with as though they are climbing a ladder i said you mean all this skill to reach that tree be gifted and watch how people will inconvenience themselves with joy to come and place a demand on the grace of God upon your life. When people give excuses of time, excuses of comfort, it's because your gift is not notable enough. I assure you, ask the herbalist. A politician, respectfully speaking, will come with his whole dignity and meet a man in a tattered room and not ask whether there is AC and not ask whether the man can speak English. The man says turn behind and move backward and he says yes sir because he knows that my my political career is at the mercy of that may you be so gifted in the name of Jesus may your gift be so refined that it will be impossible for a generation to ignore you believe what I share with you there are people in this country who cannot go out of a job for one month believe me believe me in as much as we are saying there is no job there are companies that if some of their people cough they will buy a pharmacy not a drug make up your mind that you will be so gifted if it's a ministry discern the dimensions of God's grace that he has put and work it out place your life upon it apostle god has called me to be a prophet like who everything you prophesy is wrong the world will not 
place a demand on that kind of grace let's let in the name of honesty are we together apostle god has called me to be a kingdom financier let me know what you know about finances can you talk to kings you are talking to your colleagues and you are happy about it your colleagues are not billionaires thank god for them but your goal is to be able to mentor kings that a nation will call you to hear the counsel of god upon your life make up your mind that you will not be small go back and refine your gifts apostle do you know i can cook can the governor eat your food because you see you have to serve kings to receive the rewards of kings am i challenging you let me tell you this there is nothing that it that is of value that is not in sufficient demand in this life to bless you if you are in every industry there are people at the top is those who are at the top that enjoy the blessings make up shake away mediocrity when people are clapping for you look at those clapping for you if they are not kings keep moving mark 137 and when they had found him this was the story of jesus jesus had finished healing doing several things he ran away to go and just rest and pray and men would not let him rest there was such a magnetic property let me tell you being gifted carries a strange a strange magnetic property it's amazing the level of inconvenience people will go through with joy when you are gifted I assure you in today's world most likely it's only your family that will love you whether you are valuable or not God and your family members they are enough to support you but not enough to reward you the vast majority of your reward will be in the hands of people who are in desperate need they need people who are gifted I made a vow with God that you will never meet me twice to be blessed no. can you rise to that level of grace can you rise to that level of value you are a CEO your company what solutions are you providing can I meet you once and be addicted to you because of the power of the value that you carry you know people give me all kinds of gifts and people paint me and sometimes when I see the photo they give I say you mean this is me you didn't see it you know of course I love what they did but ah I say oh no no come on please are we together and yet there are a few that I look at and I'm like you drew this you say yes sir what do you do you say once in a while I just do it and I'm saying my goodness once in a while I would I, I, I would pay a thousand times for this Nigerians wake up believers wake up 
there is something you have that the world is looking for and can i tell you they will not come to you while you are growing they will come to the refined version of you if your pastor hides today and says he's not going to preach for five months he's going to have to beg god in that retreat and say god release me to bless me because they will not let him rest someone's home at least will be on fire enough for them to call him and say sir please wake up i don't care whether you are having a retreat in the name of jesus if it takes flying you to this place oh you need to see how men react to real value your desire of decades can come to you in a moment when you make up your mind to be truly valuable these are the laws of advancement you enter your sabbath to the degree to which you are valuable you rise to a point where competition is no longer a possibility you never have planes clashing with themselves in the air there is enough space there traffic is usually down listen to me listen to me do you know that as i'm standing here right now i'm rounding up as i'm standing here right now no matter how i stretch i can't see the island no matter how i stretch i can't see abel kuta ogun state because i'm on the ground but a star can be shining here and i can call someone in another state he can still see the same star because it is high to the sky if you become that star from where you are you don't have to be moving anywhere people look at you was it not a star that was shining the, the same star called the magi right to that place where Jesus was spiritually I know that some of us here are in ministry and you came to just honor pastor and honor the conference God is challenging us there is a dimension of grace spiritual illumination value that can be brought when you bring something the table of greatness is still empty but you don't sit down for nothing you first present your gift then you sit down and life must vet that gift there is a threshold level of competence and accuracy that grants you access to sit down make up your mind that you will take away shame and reproach from your life and your family in the name of Jesus Christ we have to pray. Rise up on your feet, please. For I spoke a word, you will sing it over me. You have been so, so Just a few minutes and we're done. You've been so, so good to me. Yeah.
praying. Just one prayer point, and then I speak over your life and work tonight. One prayer point. Lord, I make up my mind to partner with the word and the spirit for an exceptional life. It's time for me to move forward. Open your mouth and pray. Please be tired of where you are. I came to shake your current level. There is more in you. You call it gaining momentum. Someone is praying. Someone is rising from this conference. In the name of Jesus, rising by the Spirit of God in ministry, in business, in career. hallelujah please listen to me I share the burden of your pastor he's here because he loves you he's here because he desires to see you rise let me tell you this the pride of every true leader is not his personal achievements is to see that the people committed to him rise by the spirit these laws are irrefutable they are backed up by God's own jealousy. Some of you are crying. Don't be ashamed of your tears. It's because it's time is a season for you to rise. I want to pray for you. I apologize our time is gone. But in this prayer, I want you to believe 
because one of the laws that I will be sharing with you is the law of spiritual empowerment in this kingdom it is not by might in this kingdom it is not by power it takes more than intention and desire hallelujah pastor can I speak over your people one of the graces that God has given me is the grace for speed I want to pray that grace upon someone's life help them please help them I stretch my hands please help them in the name of Jesus Christ upon everyone here at David's Christian Center I stand by the God of heaven and I stretch my hands at the count of three may the mantle that makes for speed in the name of Jesus help them please please help them take that grace now take that grace now take that grace now outside take that grace speed to your destiny help them please I prophesy speed to your destiny every delay you are in business here receive speed help them please speed right now please bring them out if you can just in one minute bring them out if you can speed take that grace now whether you are an usher or not please help them very quickly let's save time speed outside inside I release that grace here at this conference I shift you by prophecy step into a new dimension a new dimension a new dimension I break the old I break the old for those of you who are tired you've done your best but it looks like this there's no force to move you right now in the name of Jesus I stretch my hands may the anointing that moves men to next levels did that grace come upon you now take that grace 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 in the name of Jesus take that grace for your spiritual life take that grace hallelujah let me speak over your finances listen to me please listen to me there are several levels of wealth three of them there is wealth that comes by providing value and then you are rewarded in exchange money being one of the rewards there is wealth that comes you don't sell that value is the reward that comes when you transform lives but there is the third level of wealth It's called sovereign wealth wealth by prophecy it says I'm by a prophet the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt I want to speak over your finances that you have the open-heartedness to listen you will marvel and wonder at what my God will do for you I stand in the name of Jesus and I join faith with your pastor a man that God had so helped you, you don't have to bring them out again that's all right 
in the name of Jesus Christ over your finances I decree and declare between now and the next 90 days like the ark of God in the house of Weber Edom in the name of Jesus I shift you to strange financial testimonies strange financial testimonies I speak to your business strange financial testimonies your family every financial pressure those of you in debt those of you owing I speak to you come out of it now hallelujah finally let me pray over your prayer life and your word life no matter what goes right in your life if your spiritual life goes wrong that is the that is the control room of your destiny an attack on your prayer life is a real attack an attack on your word life it says i have prayed for you that your faith faileth not it says and when thou art converted strengthen your brethren every dead prayer life here that suddenly the passion to pray the passion to wake up the passion to fast is no longer there right now i speak over your prayer altar let it catch fire now fire from heaven fire from heaven fire from heaven the grace to pray the grace to pray in the name of jesus this assembly is a house of prayer i release that grace upon you the grace to study scripture the discipline to study scripture in the name of jesus Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Receive it over your life. Receive every word of prophecy over your life. Receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it.